ZB. Rugby New Zealand has released research downplaying the impact of head knocks on players at community rugby level. The research was led by Otago University and New Zealand Rugby. It found 86% of head knocks in rugby are just as impactful to the head as jumping, running and skipping. 94% of the impacts are the same as jumping on a trampoline. The study used mouth guards to measure over 17,000 head acceleration events from 328 male community rugby players. Uh, so New Zealand rugby concussion research scientist Janelle Romanchuk joins me now. Hello, uh, Janelle. Hello, how are you doing today? Good. So rugby's safe, hey? You know, for, from the research that we have so far, um, as you mentioned, uh, yeah, 86% of that data um, is, would be relative to what you might experience jumping on a trampoline or um, what you might experience on a roller coaster. Okay. But what about the other 14% of head knocks in the first stat that I mentioned? Could those 14% of head knocks have lifelong impacts? Yeah, so we're, that research is still evolving. And the rate that we're seeing um, those higher magnitude events, even when we go to kind of our, our next band, um, we are seeing, you know, 10% in that next band. Um, and when we've, when we've looked at those higher magnitude events, a lot of it, as, as you'd expect, majority of those events are happening in the tackle, um, the ball carrier, and the ruck. And a lot of those are coming down to, to potentially poor technique, um, which is, you know, a sign that some of the, it, it can be corrected um, through, you know, improved coaching and, and skill technique for our players. Now, we asked that question because it wasn't mentioned in your release. And so, you know, in the interest of transparency and the fullness of, of the debate, shouldn't people be aware of that? Absolutely. And yeah, I'm uh, sh sharing that data right now. And we're aware that we are seeing those higher magnitude events. And it's um, that's what the, the, the real beauty of this data is allowing us to do is to, to take that comprehensive view to understand where in the game they're happening um, and where, where are the, higher, the areas of higher risk um, in the game. Okay. Um, and it's, and it's a, an exciting time because we're able to use this data and put it into practice immediately. Um, you know, one of, one of the areas that we were seeing higher risk um, was in those, those higher tackles. Okay. Um, so this data, you know, really helped to guide some of the decisions around the lower tackle height um, that was rolled out in New Zealand, but it's also been adopted by a lot of other nations, um, a, a lot of other rugby playing nations. Okay, so this is community. This is community rugby, right? This is not. This is not club rugby, which is the next step up. This is not provincial rugby, which is a step up again. This is not super rugby, which is a step up again. And it's not international rugby, which again is another step up. And it's fair to say yeah, that the, uh, the community level players are not the 108 kilogram behemoths that play the game at the top level. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I will, uh, this, this data set did include um, our like senior club players as well. So it was um, across the age bands from, you know, youth, uh, from the youth space and the secondary school space, so under 13, under 15, under 19, and then our you know senior premier uh, players. We well, see the question senior is premier, though, the uh, club players. The research was led by by Otago University, and of course New Zealand Rugby is the client. And there is the, the I'm wondering whether this research has been designed to calm parents' fears over letting their kids play rugby for rugby's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this this study has been independently led. Um, it was was a collaborative effort between um, it's been led by Dr. Melanie Bussey at the University of Otago, um, you know, with a collaborative effort from New Zealand Rugby. Um, and the the goal of this study was really to understand 
Um, what does the, the cumulative burden look like for our community players so that the, at the end of the day, we want to ensure the game is safe um, for all of our players. Um, okay. So that was really the aim, aim of the study, was first to understand um, you know, where, where, where head acceleration events are happening um, and if there's you know, areas that we can improve in the game. Janelle Rubinchuk, I thank you for your time. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.